0: It's always something personal when it comes to you and all. Hey, it's your man, Ben Pharrell. We're thinking out loud. How's everybody doing today? I hope everybody is doing right. Yes, Miami, the TSA officers busted allegedly stealing from flyers during airport screenings. That's some roach-ass shit, if you ask me. Three TSA officers at Miami International Airport were arrested last week for allegedly stealing from airline passengers, including swiping hundreds of dollars in cash from a man's wallet. Uh, Josue Gonzalez, or Joshua Gonzalez, Elizabeth Foster, 22 years old. Uh, Josue Gonzalez is 20 years old. I ain't even know... You could be underage to work at the TSA like that. And Labarius Williams, 33 years old, were charged with organized scheme to defraud, according to the Miami-Dade County jail records. They were booked into Turner-Gilford Night Detention Center or the Turner-Guilford Night Detention Center. The arrest affidavit states that Miami International Airport authorities began investigating several reports of theft at security checkpoints Gate E, where the officers were stationed. Gonzalez, Foster, and Williams were captured on surveillance footage, working together to steal from passengers as they went through routines, TSA screening checks. Arrest reports show, according to the NBC Miami, uh, security footage at the checkpoint reportedly showed that while some of the officers attempted to distract passengers as they went through screenings, the others would rifle through passengers belongings in search of money. In one instance, the three culprits managed to steal $600 from a single passenger's wallet. Cameras reportedly caught them engaging in multiple and other instances instances of theft. All right? The Transportation Security Administration holds its Transportation Security Officers, TSOs, to the highest professional and ethical standards and has no tolerance for misconduct in the workplace. TSA said in a statement relating to um, news sources, we actively and aggressively investigating these allegations of misconduct and presenting our findings to... uh, the Miami-Dade Police Department, and are working closely with them. Any employee who fails to meet our fundamental ethical standards is held accountable. Mm-hmm. Damn near every week I got somebody acting belligerent at their jobs and stuff. It was almost, all, almost every week, right? After a formal interview process at the TSA Command Center, according to the reports, Gonzalez and Foster waived their rights and provided written confessions. Williams, however, did not waive his rights and provided no communication. News sources reached out to the Miami International Airport for comments but did not receive any response before publication. All right, so that is so sad. That is so sad. all right hold up let me see something i see another report right here but hey this my take on it man uh if you're working in a damn airport and if you got a little federal job trust and believe there's cameras watching you at all times matter of fact any big corporation job that you work has cameras watching you and they got goddamn human resources that's their job, to keep their eyes on your ass, all right? So stop acting stupid. Do your job. Uh, act cordial. Be a civilized human being. Uh, 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 clock in, clock out, and cash your check, all right? Act like a goddamn civilized adult, people. Stop being an idiot. God damn it. But I want to see this AT&T girl. What the hell going on with her? All right. The AT&T woman. Remember Lily from AT&T? Meet the girl behind the character. You may recognize the woman in these photos named as Lily, the AT&T girl. But Melinda uh, Trub, who plays the famous role throughout the phone company's successful ad campaign, has actually been acting in Hollywood since before her fifth birthday. These days, she most well known for her part in commercials and one of her more recent roles with an entertainment company. Let me see what this is going. On. Aside from doing a lot of impressive work on TV and film, she also spends much of her time advocating for refugees after she and her family came to the US when she was just 2 years old. She has firsthand experience driving her Philanthropy of philanthropy. Here are a few more interesting facts about actress Melina Vantra, AKA Liddy Adams. Miss Vantra was born in uh, Uzbekistan, Uzbekistan. That's like some little place over there in the doggone Russia. USSR USSR, sorry, excuse me. Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan Miss Vantran Miss Vantran Vantrub Ch- was born over there and first came to the United States as a refugee along with her parents. When she was just over two years old being Jewish, they feared for their safety in the trouble of the Soviet Union. The family moved to the West Hollywood, where they settled down and got their daughter into acting. The the move came in an effort to make the money they needed to put their feet down into the country. They likely had no idea that their little Melina would go on to become a celebrity. Uh. When the family first arrived to the United States, Melina said that her parents worked very hard to provide for her, you know what I'm saying? A lot of migrants do that, you know what I'm saying? I'm a first-generation Haitian, you see what I'm saying? My parents were born in Haiti, they came to America, now I'm over here talking to you, all right? After Melanie started making money, after Melanie started making money of her own, she made it her mission to pay them back. Well, it was one of her missions, but she was about to turn things up a notch. Milena is a proud is proud of her Russian heritage, which she says was very influential 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 influential. I don't even know what's wrong. I told you I got like Bell's palsy on the left side of my face, so when I'm reading, it just messes with my pronunciation, man, and I hate it with a passion. Alright, which she says was very influential in her home when she was growing up. The family used their native language in their home, and they still use it to speak to each other every day. She's very close with the moms and even asked her permission before doing some more wrist shots. I asked my mom for permission before basically putting my chest on a platter, she said in the caption of one of her recent costume images on Instagram. Uh, and then she has a sister. If you ever seen a picture of Melina's younger sister... You've probably also seen all of the, wow, that family has some good genes, comments. And rightfully so, because both sisters are just naturally beautiful. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, they both look good and stuff. This is the AT&T girl, the one that be selling the phones and stuff that y'all see. You know, she always got those little small jokes and stuff. You know who I'm talking about, Lily. Act like you know, bro. Like, I probably gotta go on the damn YouTube just to even show you the stuff. I thought there was some type of gossip or some scoop about her, but it's just like a damn autobiography. The girls are tight with each other, both sisters, just like they are with their mother. In 2018, her sister Brianna posted a picture online around the time she celebrated her 20th birthday. Big sis made... Not be super happy about it considering she's tried to keep her away from the creeps, yeah, on Instagram and stuff like that. Um, troubling times as a child and Uzbekistan or Uzbekistan, Malina faced turbulent, unsettling times with the family. They feared that due to their religious identity, they would be targeted. So they came to the US. Just like um what's the old boy named? DJ Vlad or Vlad TV. He's from goddamn um Ukraine. And he's a Jewish Russian. And he also came to America. You see what I'm saying? I think he has like the same story as this Lily girl, the ATT girl that be in the commercials and stuff. I gotta keep throwing that out there so y'all know what I'm talking about. So they came to the US hoping to find a better life, and they did. But just a couple of years after they arrived, when Melina was just five years old, she was already helping to rake in the money, the moolah, the skrilla. She was already a little famous, little actress. When Miss Vaintrub was a kid, her parents wanted her to experience everything that the country had to offer so that she could figure it out who she was, and what she wanted to do with her life. All right? This resulted in her going to summer camp and taking gymnastics classes, which she's jokingly called a prerequisite for all Russian kids. And if making it in Hollywood is a difficult task for pretty much everyone, just think of how hard it is to accomplish when you're a five-year-old who's been in the U.S. for less than three years. All right, the visa. Molina's family still have the initial visa, which allowed them to come to the States. The family had it tough in their country of Uzbekistan, but they were proud of their Russian heritage, which still shows to you right. They still got the Vs. I see all of the pictures and stuff like that. This is something that I got to go on YouTube and show you everything about and stuff like that. I thought it was like some hot scoop or something, but it's just a uh, b- uh, b- autobiography of her. Uh, in many cases, when they're only communicating with one another, they use their native tongue. Malena's parents always knew that she was special, and not long after they arrived in the U.S., she was already auditioning and scoring her first television roles. All right. Vantra, Miss Vantra, may not have been a familiar face until the 2010s, but she's no stranger to acting on television. Her first role on, te- on TV was a TV show, came about all the way back in 1995 when she played the young Tatiana on a few episodes of ER. I guess, I can't really make her face out. But before that, she had done some commercials for Mattel Barbie. Though when she first began her venture in Hollywood, It wasn't because she was chasing her dreams at that point. She and her parents were trying to put roots down and do what they could to make it in the States. All right. Dinner dates. Vantra, Miss Vantra was cast in the role of Tatiana on ER in 1995. She appeared in the episode, The Birthday Party. After meeting George Clooney on the set, she didn't want their time together to end. Yeah, I need to do this on YouTube so you can see everything. But I think it's too late because I don't think I'm going to do this on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? But before Milena was an acting adult and she was still gracing the screen as an adorable, funny little kid... She got cast into, e, into her role on ER on, on which she got to work with George Clooney, and she was thrilled. Ex-model Milena Vantra has recently found herself the object of unwanted online attention with people photoshopping her photos and making lewd comments on her pages and even on AT&T's company pages wow wow that's definitely not a cool thing to do i don't think i'm going to continue on with this but this is just like a recap and uh autobiography of um uh, melana van van shrub or melana van shrub. that's the lady that's the. Uh, Uh, AT&T commercial girl You know what I'm saying She be in those little Random commercials For AT&T Say little slick Things here and there You know Try to be cute and funny I thought it was some Chabotry with her That's why I jumped on this But I'ma go through Something else Because we don't need To bore nobody On my Podcast I don't wanna do that I don't like to bore people I don't even like Being bored So I wouldn't put you Through that it's not my thing. That's not what we do here. At thinking out loud with Ben's Pharrell. Alright, we're gonna look for something else to talk about here. Alright, let me see. Let me see me see me see me see. It's so much like child abuse and stuff. I see so much of that on the damn news and it's kinda of making me worried. Alright, acclaimed surgeon shot to death By an irate patient In targeted attack Let's see what this one is about <clears throat> It's starting to make me worried uh, They had an incident in Miami A little girl She bit the assailant that tried to uh, Kidnap her I guess I ain't jump on that story yet I know the Breakfast Club beat me to it, but this is not no competition between me and other platforms. I don't really care what other platforms do. I'm just reporting the news. So if we both got the same news, you know, intravenously, it doesn't matter. So it don't matter to me. I'm reporting the news. And then once I get up on my following and stuff like that, then I'm going to let the audience control what they want to hear. See what I'm saying? I'm going to give the audience the the, the power to be like, nah, we don't want to hear that. Talk about this. Let's talk about this right here. See what I'm saying? Acclaimed Memphis hand surgeon shot to death by a patient in a targeted attack. Um, Top Tennessee orthopedic surgeon Benjamin Mark was shot to death Tuesday in a targeted attack by an irate patient. Police said Larry Pickens, 29 years old, allegedly waited for several hours before executing 43-year-old Mr. Mark inside an exam room at Campbell Clinic Orthopedics in Collerville, Collerville, a town roughly 30 miles east of Memphis. Authorities told reporters Tuesday at a news conference this appears to be a one-on-one interaction said um, Collarville Police Chief Del Lane, adding that the gunman did not attack the many patients and employees who were present. After firing, the shooter ran outside the clinic and was arrested five minutes later. He had a handgun, but he was not holding it, Lane said. All right, all right, all right. It's bad. It's horrific. It's terrible, the police chief told the reporters. Our thoughts and prayers... Or with the family, police released the suspect's name and booking photo Wednesday. Yeah, he needs a serious haircut. He looks fucking wow. All right, Pickens, Memphis is charged with uh, first-degree murder and aggravated assault. Bond was set at one point two million dollars, and he's scheduled to be arraigned in Collarville Town Court Thursday. The Collarville Police Department added that it had no prior contact with Pickens, but is checking on whether he has a criminal history with other agencies. Police did not disclose a possible motive for the slaying, uh, but Tennessee Senate Minority Leader Ramos Akbari, Democratic from Memphis, said Tuesday the shooter had threatened a clinic employee over the course of the prior week. Mark, who graduated from the University of Tennessee Memphis Medical School, specialized in elbow, hand and wrist surgery, according to his biography on Campbell's clinic website. He has more than 700 patients reviews with a rating of 4.9 out of five. Awesome doctor, one patient wrote, he performed surgery on my left thumb, Thanks to him, I'm sitting here with my left thumb. He is survived by his wife, um, Renan Mark, Ariana Mark, and two young children in a statement. The clinic said it would close all nine of its locations Wednesday. We are shocked and heartbroken. The statement says we ask that you please lift his family and prayer. Oh, man, the killing of... The killing comes two weeks after Memphis Magazine published a feature on Mr. Mark, saying he was named one of the 2023 top doctors in Memphis by the Castle Connolly Medical Group. In addition to his work at Campbell, Mr. Mark headed the Cognito Hand Clinic. I don't even know why I can't pronounce these words, man. I used to be so good at this. The Cognitive Hand Clinic at LeBauer Children's Hospital, according to the article. He told the magazine he knew he wanted to be an orthopedic specialist since he was a teenager. The hand is how we interact with the outside world, and when your hand is involved, it affects almost every single thing that you do. He stated, man, that shit is crazy, bro. Um, I wonder what what was the altercation about why he shot um, the doctor um, Dr. Benjamin uh, Mark I wonder what was the altercation why did he do what he do what was the problem from looking at the picture Larry Pickens I don't know he looked like a drug dealer looked like something was going on Look like, I don't know. They have to put in an investigation. So basically, if they have a follow up on this story, I will be assured that I will follow up with it and give you the exclusives. This is Ben's Forever Thinking Out Loud. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel, Box Benji. And you can follow me on Instagram, Box Benji. Box Benji Everything. All right. Want to make a podcast? Spotify. Got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, You can get started today. Then you can get it distributed, your podcast, to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take a conversation with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since i discovered Spotify for podcasters, it took my talent to a whole nother level. And I'm happy about that. I feel like I have options like video podcasts and Q&A polls that lets me be creative on another level. I highly recommend it you give it a try. Download Spotify for podcasters on your app store, Or go to the www.spotify.com pastcasters to get started.